Herzlich willkommen, Sianam Gela, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. It's time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga. And for that, we are joined by DW Sports correspondent Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin. Now, Chris, before we talk about the Bundesliga season kicking off, was there any results in the German Cup that stood out to you? I think uh, a new Chelsea, uh, a new Chelsea boys old team did pretty well there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, most results were as expected. The Bundesliga clubs won by a big margin. You know, Gladbach netted eight goals past their uh, opposition, thanks to Patrick Hermann and Florian Neuhaus. Uh, Leverkusen netted eight. I guess you're hinting at Leverkusen, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Leverkusen uh, netted eight. Uh, Nadim Amiri, you know, uh, had a boot in the majority of those goals. You know, but one Bundesliga club stood out, defeated, Head to Berlin, the capital club. They were unable to get past Braunschweig. You know, Braunschweig is a team that just got promoted to the second division. Okay? So uh, that's a bad look. You know, uh, they were victorious thanks to a hat trick from a Polish player, uh, Kobylanski, and then a hat trick. And it wasn't the only hat trick, you know, after the first round. Um, we have Jean-Philippe uh, Metata. You know, uh, he had a hat trick as well as Sabrini from Paderborn. You know, so we have Mainz. Paderborn and even, you know, Braunschweig all uh, leading the uh, goal category right now. You know, and tonight we have Dortmund in action against the lower division side, Duisburg and Bayern, you know, against uh, Duran tomorrow night. I don't think we'll see any hiccups, you know, with those two uh, matches, you know, but all in all, it it, it was a bit better this season than last season. Last season, we saw even more clubs ejected after the first round. Mainz, Augsburg, and then a recently demoted Hanover all got booted out of the first round. So, it looks like business as usual, aside from that uh, hiccup uh, with head to Berlin. Well, there's still a long way to go in the German Cup before a winner is crowned. Now, ahead of the Bundesliga kicking off this weekend, which German teams do you think did the best transfer business, or at least so far? Well, you know, you have to applaud what Bayern uh, managed to do in getting Sané finally you know, uh, in a Bayern jersey, it's a big deal. Obviously, the only thing Bayern can do, they reach their ceiling. All, only thing they can do is repeat, you know, right? You know, their cushion last season was 13 points. So that brings me to Dortmund. Dortmund is going to have to make up that difference, assuming they do finish second once again. Dortmund, they spent the most of the money on Jude Bellingham. You know, I, I like him, and I really like what the coach Lucien Favre has said about the 17-year-old. You know, he says he's mature beyond his years and age is only a number. You know, when he looks at him, he doesn't even look at his birth date, you know, to get uh, discouraged in that sense. So he's a young piece. Thomas uh, Minier, also from PSG, adding with Dortmund. And then the young 15-year-old kid, uh, Mukoko. I'm really waiting to see his debut because he should make that in the first half of the season. You know, um, for Dortmund to squeeze and and, and get within that 13 points, they're going to have to obviously seize their moments you know, they still have Jaden Sancho, which is a huge plus for them. Uh, Marco Royce is healthy, you know, uh, and obviously he's not a transfer, but still nonetheless with Sancho not leaving, in, that's helpful. I Honestly, I think more clubs have been hurt uh, rather than helped. You know, you mentioned Leverkusen. Leverkusen's Kai Havertz and Kevin Fallen both left Leverkusen. I mean, that's more than 20 goals of production leaving. Timo Vanna leaving uh, Leipzig, you know, is a blow as well, and those are two teams. Well, Leipzig, they finished third last season. 
it'll be a struggle for them to get back in the Champions League, I think, you know, the, it, despite having uh, Julian Nagelsmann call the shots as the mastermind coach. Leverkusen, they missed out last year, you know, missing a lot of that offense. I, I, I don't know. You know, I think that's the biggest gap, you know, and that's one team I'll be watching closely because I think that they've hurt themselves the most. Now, before we get to Bayern, when it comes to Leverkusen, in your in your estimation, do you use that? Uh, do you use the chunk of that that money that they received on just replacing a guy like Kai Havertz, or do you use it to just strengthen the team as a whole? You know, I, yeah, I think Kai Havertz. You know, this is a once in a lifetime. He's a generational talent. You know, uh, and, and they do have a lot of pieces. You know. Um, and what comes out of their camp is the idea that Kai Havertz and Fallen, you know, they had a, a, the majority of the production. They have a lot of other talented players as well. You know, this will be an opportunity for them just to make a bigger name for themselves. You know, uh, Nadim Amiri, you know, even for the younger German side, you know, he's stellar. He's a stellar midfielder. I think he has a, he, he is a strong weapon, a, a bit more seasoning, you know, for him to be obviously at the level of, you know, a, a world-class or top-class within the Bundesliga, you know. But, um, you know, it's hard to say. I think the, the biggest challenge is getting top talent to stay. You know, mm -hmm. you're not going to land a top-talented player. You're just going to get, you know, a player trying to develop himself to get to that next level, you know, a la Leon Bailey. Leon Bailey, you know, at Leverkusen for that particular reason, you know, mm -hmm. to kind of try to get to that next level. He's been missing in action lately. You know, hopefully he does contribute you know, some uh, uh, good production this year because he's been hit or miss lately. So now with Bayern, they will host Schalke on the 18th. Are you expecting Bayern to just continue uh, on the path that they've laid out uh, previously now in this past season and just keep the steam rolling? Uh, sorry, keep the steam rolling on their competition? Of course, I expect them to keep the steam rolling, you know, uh, and they couldn't ask for a better opponent in Schalke. Okay, Schalke is a team that stuttered, struggled. They're happy to even financially stay afloat right now. They have a lot of problems over there. You know, Bayern, on the other hand, their mentality is, you know, their biggest uh, and most powerful weapon. They own a handful of match day one records, the most wins, most goals. I mean, match day one is pretty much Bayern day in the Bundesliga. And then they're at the tip of their spear, Robert Lewandowski, you know, who missed out on the Ballon d'Or. He thinks he should have won it. So do I, as do a lot of other pundits around the world. He has the most match day goals with nine. I do think, you know, that's his jersey number. Nice fitting uh, uh, stat right there. I do expect him to get into double digits. He'll be looking to do so. And then you have some uh, a lot of former Schalke players. You know, Leon Goretzka, Sané, and uh, Alexander Nubel also. <clears throat> I think this will be a walk in a, pa a park for Bayern. Uh, and I think, yeah, I, I think they'll win by a landslide, honestly. Now, uh, last but not least, we always ask Chris, has anything else hit your radar recently? Well, a few things to touch on. You know, uh, Tiago's been going back and forth. You know, there's rumors, you know, and things like this. Well, Uli Honus, the former president, was talking about how uh, Tiago turned down a contract he was offered. You know, and that pretty much opened up this possibility that he would depart. You know, so we could see the Spaniard leave to actually go to Liverpool or even Man United. You know, uh, David Alaba, Bayern player, you know, uh, Uli Hoeneß again, and, and I think that a lot of people at Bayern agree with this, but David Alaba's agent, you know, has been called greedy, a greedy piranha and shark. And so is his father and maybe talking, you know, to him, trying to convince him to push the envelope and maybe try to leave and uh, face a new challenge. Uh, we have to see if those things happen. But uh, I did talk about Man United and Thiago. Well, Man United, it came out that 
they're not going to spend the money that Dortmund want for Jaden Sancho. You know, I, I think that's sad to see because I know Jaden Sancho. I've heard from his camp as well. The, the you know the people I have on the inside have have said that he wants to go and he's ready to go. You know, so that'll be a thing to watch for to see how much intensity he brings to the pitch. You know, because if he looks lackluster, obviously uh, moving forward that does hurt his stock. You know, value. Definitely. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. And I did see the Dortmund coach do an interview recently where he, he seemed to reiterate that Sancho is staying. So um, it should be interesting to see how he performs this season, particularly alongside such other world-class young talent. But uh, as usual, thank you very much for the Bundesliga update, Mr. Chris Harrington, DW Sports correspondent from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Have a great day. You as well, man. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Slu Paho and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Simon Strella and Uli Prish. And graphics are provided by Nino Segeleni.